0: hey good morning everybody welcome back to the current review uh, with central news uh the tt hookup, uh the UNSET podcast uh i am with the uh, table mr the Hokosi of the unsaid podcast and this is something adu otherwise uh, known as the chairman otherwise known as a uh, tt uh, today, we'll be, joined, we'll be joined by the national spokesperson of the Economic Freedom Fighters, Mr. Sinao Tambo. Uh, good morning, Mr. Tambo. Morning, morning. How are you? Very well, yourself, sir.
1: Great, and greetings to the listeners.
0: Thank you very much. We are in a, in a you know, it's particularly where we are in, in, in the northern part of the free state. Uh, I'm assuming that you might be in Cape Town as the weather Joe
1: Joburg, right? actually, uh, it's cool. We've been going through a heat wave,
0: but uh, it's a bit cooler, and we are happy about that. No, no, it's it's good, it's good, it's good. we have a very a relatively very short time with Mr. Tambo uh, today, yeah, so good. I want us to 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 uh, be economic about the time that we have because we we have about. I think 20 minutes now left um i want you i want to give you the the the, the privilege steps of uh you know uh, starting with the discussion because it terminates from the uh, the recently published opinion by mr tambo on the on the jse on the jsc uh you want to shoot debza
2: well uh thank you very much for the opportunity and what i can tell you is that Look, uh, it's quite simple, straight to the point what Mr Tambo raised in this situation. It's got a 50-50 analysis with me because, look, in putting it in simple terms, how does one, an individual decides to pick a judge? Two, in terms of also including the community in terms of picking a a head judge in 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 the country, also might play a little crucial role due to the fact that there are certain members that don't even know what's going on in this country. You know, it's only a certain elite number of people that will actually understand the matter as as has been prescribed. But also when it comes to the judicial system in our country, it's a bit tricky due to the fact that we are still using the Roman Dutch law, which is what was written by other people from outside this country, and it still governs us. Of which, I don't know why right now, since we are in a democratic era, why South Africans have actually never taken the time to actually review our judicial system and how it's prescribed and the laws that are actually being, because honestly speaking, majority of the acts that are still being used are apartheid acts and which favors certain number of people, certain race of people also and actually disfavors a majority of the race complex in this country so in this situation to be honest just to keep it short I have different opinions and different mixed feelings when it comes to the judicial systems and how judges are also appointed Mr. T uh,
0: sure so, thanks, man. Uh, let's get straight to the to the point Mr. Tambone tell me how how does the uh you know judicial services commission play a, a an important role in our democracy?
1: Look, it's an important institution. Uh, It's constituted by 23 members, uh, judges, uh, members of the National Assembly, legal practitioners, and legal academics as well, the Minister of Justice and Correctional Services, and, of course, appointees of the President himself. So it's one of the most democratic institutions that appoint judges in South Africa across various spheres, and it uh, has the participation of important institutions of South Africa. Which ensures that all of us are represented. And one of the most critical points that we raised in the recently published opinion piece is that the members of the National Assembly are one of the most critical components of that institution in that they represent the people. So, members of the National Assembly are members who are directly elected by the people of South Africa to represent their interests in Parliament. And then, Parliament delegates to a certain amount of members the responsibility of interviewing members who are prospectively going to be part of the judicial system of South Africa. So in essence, it is the people who are actually sitting on the JSC, it's not politicians, it's people who are representing members of South African society from the most rural areas to the most suburban. It's a representative democracy in the form of the JSC. So it's extremely important because it is that institution That makes recommendations and interrogates the social or economic or political consciousness of those who want to preside and mediate the laws of South Africa in the form of our courts. So the presence of uh, members of the National Assembly there, the the existence of that institution is critical because it ensures that those who are going to preside over the laws of South Africa, those who are going to interrogate,
0: Uh, we seem to be losing yeah, you there, Mr. Tambo. I'm not sure you... uh, it seems that uh, the low shielding is getting the, the, the upper hand here because uh, it sounds like we've lost Mr. Tambo. Debza when can you still hear me? No, I'm still here. I'm still here, my boy. Okay, but I think the, the important point maybe as 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 he reconnects. The important point that he's making uh, about the the representative uh, component of the people being members of the National Assembly in the JSC is important because of uh, some of the reasons that he has raised in the article itself, uh, that people must have the ability to choose or to have a hand in choosing people who are going to administer the law on their behalf and for them um and would have wanted to ask him a further more questions i don't know if you're able to hear us uh mr Tambo, because we have lost you there are you back
1: i can hear you now can you hear me yeah now i can hear you
0: now i can hear you perhaps perhaps, perhaps, because we 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 got what you were saying there uh maybe you'll you will conclude that thought pattern with uh you know with 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 an answer to the following question which is a you know the, the, the what is the role of the members of the National Assembly in crafting laws maintaining the synergy with the judges who implement them uh I, I'm thinking you know like this 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 is almost like a a a a, a, a player in a referee situation where members of the National Assembly themselves they craft the laws and yet they want to play a role in uh in 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 deciding who is going to be presiding over those laws. Is is that is that an, an okay thing to do, you know, to do as members of the National Assembly? Absolutely.
1: It maintains synergy. So there's nothing sinister about it. We must ensure that the interests of our people are represented in all spheres of society. And if that means a duplicating of duties and responsibilities in various arms of the state, then it is necessary. So there's nothing sinister about the fact that those who craft the laws must ensure that those who are going to implement them or mediate them or enforce them have an mm. acute understanding of the purpose the political motivation economic and social
0: motivation for those laws so we can't but have how, a judicial. sorry about the need for the separation of powers between the different arms of the state
1: the separation of powers is not impacted by the fact that there is a necessity For those who preside over the judiciary of South Africa to have an appreciation of the political and social situation of our nation. So you can't have judges that, for example, are ignorant of the history of South Africa in terms of the oppression or dispossession of African people. So you can't have a judge that doesn't have an appreciation of the need for redress, the need for righting the wrongs of the past in terms of equality and ensuring that the means of production are shared equitably or ensuring that the laws of our people are responsive to the needs of our people in themselves. So we need to have those who are preside, who are crafting the laws to be part and parcel of the process of interrogating those who are going to mediate and implement the laws, because we must have an appreciation that the judiciary must not be out of touch with the politics of South Africa. So that is not necessarily a nefarious relationship. It's actually complementary, because it mm. ensures that those who are implementing our laws understand why our laws are crafted in a particular way, and they don't exist at odds with the social and political needs and change the south Africa needs at the moment
0: i hear you i hear you and uh that you agree with that assessment
2: honestly speaking i'm gonna agree with mr tambo what, what he's saying because it does make sense based on the fact that Jorge, you uh, you need to involve people that actually are drafting the law and actually they need to hold that person so everything that is just said, honestly speaking, as South Africans, we need to look at it because he does raise a
0: good, valid point there. Good, and uh, given given the you know the composition of the of of the JSC, the commission itself, and why it is it, it is there, it is to make recommendations to the president for the appointment of these particular judges. Now, when 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 the president chooses. A, a judge who was least recommended if I, if i may use those particular words uh you know like one who's got the the you know the the, the list as you are suggesting Mr Tambo in the in the article around uh, the appointment of uh, Raymond Zondo as chief justice um uh, what does that mean you know does it mean that you know the, the 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 role really of the JSC is not really appreciated by the president or the president has 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 got a different advice that sort of outweighs the advice of the JSC? It should be concerning in either respect
1: of what you're suggesting. If the president is listening to someone else somewhere who's not uh, constituted as according to section 178 of the Constitution of South Africa in the form of the JSC, that must concern South African. If he's disregarding the suggestions of the JSC on the basis of a personal preference, that should be concerning. And one of the most critical things that must concern South of course, his prerogative is legally given to him by the constitution to appoint judges. But just because something is said in the constitution doesn't make it right. The constitution is open to amendments, and that is one of its most critical and foundational pillars that it can be amended. And the the, the how, state how, that, how
0: is this different from the 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 situation? The, you know, the public the Public Protector's recommendations that they had to be binding on the National Assembly. Why why is this different in this particular case? Like, why can't the recommendations of the JSC be be binding on the president?
1: They ought to be. And I think the recommendations of the Public Protector during the Nganja Saga should have been an instructive lesson to all of us, that we mustn't establish institutions that just give advice that is not uh, going to be implemented by someone because of their certain discretion, which might be compromised and biased. And we can't argue that the president of South Africa can't be biased in the appointment of judges. As someone who faces litigation almost as frequently as any criminal in South Africa, he is always in court. So to think that he doesn't have any political motivation on who he appoints as a judge is extremely naive. And what we must start having a conversation about, and people must be actually proud of the EFF for raising this conversation as a government that is going to be incoming, that we must be concerned that a president has the sole power to appoint a judge, it's a, its too much power that a president can use his own discretion and even subvert or undermine the recommendations of an institution that is compromised by 23 people from diverse backgrounds and diverse sectors. He can just disregard those recommendations for his own personal preference without giving any reasons. We don't know why he appointed Raymond Zondo. He never gave us any rationale why he dismissed the recommendations by the JSC and it must concern us so the constitution gives the president too much powers in the appointment of judges as someone who faces a lot of litigation and this is something that we must have a conversation about in south africa that we can't possibly believe that the president's appointments and his discretion is not politically motivated
0: Devza, yes, what do you think there
2: putting the knife to the to the heart uh, honestly speaking yeah It is totally unfair because what it favours him as an individual. Look, if the president is going to choose somebody that he wants to take that position, definitely that person is going to protect his personal interests. And given the fact that what Mr. Tambo is saying about his almost everyday single court cases, look, it's going to favour him. And uh, at some point, if you look at it, it might come to a point where your friend will always have your back. If I may put it that way, and if your friend has your back, you make things. You make sure of things swing your way, to make it in to put it in simple terms, and of which constitutionally it's unfair for South Africans if that's how things are gonna be, because you'll see for certain things will actually favour him, unlike favouring other people, and in this situation whereby, <clears throat> if the whole of South Africa or the JAC was actually the recommendation was actually taken the right way look the law would actually kind of like favors everyone because it was recommended by um a, a board that consists of multiple people but if now as a president I say I choose you uh have you so to be the president you're gonna look
0: after my back so honestly speaking it's dark days <laughs> and, and and tell me Mr Tambo would would the the EFF be 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 Open to supporting the the the, the motion by President uh, former President Zuma to challenge the appointment of Raymond Zondo uh, into into that position of the Chief Justice. Look, former
1: President Jacob Zuma is uh, allowed to pursue litigation in whatever way it deems fit. The EFF is completely preoccupied with its elections campaign, so it's a chapter that we have closed. But of course, we cannot allow certain comments or political commentary to a society without response, which is why we made the contribution we made in terms of their opinion on peace. But President Zuma is of course pursuing it in a legal manner, and uh, he's rightfully doing so, which is within his rights, and he's got a proper legal argument and political argument as to why he's pursuing that matter. But the EFF is not involved in that litigation, but uh, it's rational for him to pursue it. And I think people of South Africa mustn't dismiss it as easily as some are trying to do or try to delegitimize that Legal action that former President Jacob Zuma is taking at this current time—it's legitimate. There's a lot of questions surrounding the appointment of Raymond Zondo. It's—it looks like a, a favor, a friend scratching another friend's back. And uh, uh, hopefully, President Jacob Zuma's uh, litigation process will be appreciated by our judicial system and treated fairly and comprehensively without any compromise by the powers that be.
0: But how would you? How would you? you know, pursue the, the resolution of the, the seeming disjointedness around the, the recommendations that would be made by the JSC and the appointments that would ultimately be made, you know? How, how would you want to resolve that, that particular situation? Look, I
1: think we must have a conversation and a, perhaps a reflection on uh, the constitution of South Africa and the powers that it grants to the president. The president of South Africa, in in many instances, has the sole prerogative to appoint critical heads of institutions of our country. The director of national prosecutions, the public protector, the judges of our courts from magistrates up until the constitutional court. It's too much power. And in fact, if you were to look at the constitutions of many countries in South Africa, there's a soft sort of dictatorship in South Africa, a a constitutionalized or legalized dictatorship in the sense that the president has the powers to appoint in the heads of investigative and judicial institutions without anyone's adv- like without considering anyone else's advice. It's too much power that is granted. And it's a soft dictatorship that we must have a serious reflection on. There must no democratic South Africa should be happy with the fact that the president can appoint a judge on his own and disregard the people they've elected, disregard other judges, disregard legal practitioners, disregard everyone. And simply sit in his bedroom and decide he wants to appoint his friend. So it's a concern, and uh, I think we must all reflect on it and perhaps pursue constitutional means to amend. That's a certain prerogative.
0: Mm. And in closing, because I understand that we have to leave in about a minute, uh, Mr. uh what, what message um, you know do you want to see, you know for it to sit firmly in our minds? Uh, coming from from the opinion uh, article that you, that that you penned, uh, like what what message are you really driving to South Africans? Uh, you know, using that article.
1: Let's challenge tyranny. Let's challenge dictatorship. Let's challenge irrational decisions. And Sarah Ramaphosa is prone to making those. So we must be constantly exposing and questioning the status quo. We must question why certain decisions are made and to achieve what end. And their appointment of Raymond Zondo at the expense of Maya is something that we must be concerned about the the critique of the JSC conveniently by social commentators and so so so-called legal journalists is something we must challenge at all times because they speak alone and South Africans must never allow that they must we must not allow a state sort of journalists to craft the narrative in society let's respond let's raise our critiques we're not irrational. We're not stupid for raising them. If something unsettles us, let's speak out. And we must speak out against things of that nature.
0: All right. Thank you very much, the Tambo. I understand that we have to leave now. Tebza uh, and I will uh, continue this discussion uh, for a little while. Uh, but we appreciate very much the, the time that you've made for us. Uh, we really appreciate your input.
1: Thank you very much. And uh, thanks, guys.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Debza. Shop the 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 you know it's, it's 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 very interesting times because i i would have thought that the eff would have wanted to take the opportunity to also you know challenge uh, the, the 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 hegemony so to speak of the president mm. or, or the prerogative of the president to Completely disregard the recommendations of the JSE and appoint his own preferred candidate rather than those recommended by the JSE. But the FF chooses to only speak about it and not to do anything about it. What do you think about that?
2: I think. Look, let's let's take it back because right now, when when Mr. Tamba was speaking, I was actually thinking about let's go back a bit during the Jacob Zuma time, ne? where mm. Judge Mukwemukwem was the head judgeaker. The appointment yeah. process that was done, it was similar to what's happening right now. If I'm correct. and wow. of, of which now, at that time, when Raymond when Judge Mkhoem Mkhoem was in that time, that era, also, he was friends, he's close friends with the previous president.
0: And the recommendation was also different.
2: And the recommendation was also different. So what makes it different now that, now it has to be raised and something is not done about it. But back then, everybody was just quiet and we just had to let things go their own way.
0: But is it, is it not necessarily... The, is it...
2: It's not a question of two wrongs. Don't it's make it a, a right. It's a, it's a situation of political um, battles that needs to be fulfilled. Because at the end of the day, of of which, think about this, during the Jacob Zuma time, Jacob Zuma he knew Jorge, irrespective of what, he had the judicial at the palm of his hand. Now the times have changed, and Sarah Ramaphosa is in, Lena he knows who he's got the judicial at the palm of his hand. So he's got the upper hand against the white, The former president. Of which back then, the former president also had the upper hand. Now that he lost that power, he will f- try to come up with ways to actually destabilize and try to to point out the wrongdoings. But why don't we go back to the time, even going back to the Nelson Mandela time? Mm. It was the same process.
0: Yeah, but, but I, I, so think, I'm thinking... I do think that during the Mohuing, uh, uh tenure as Chief Justice, the law even then did not always favor President Zuma because you remember that Dikana judgment came in that in you know during that time and it 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 it's it terribly disfavored the, the you know the president even even the you know the the, the fact that when 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 a, you know it, it, it sort of directed the the remember when the, when 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 the public protector said that even even the the appointment of the commission itself the president would not necessarily use his own uh, prerogative but he would you know he should either give it to a judge and so on and that came you know mcqueen enforced that recommendation of the public protector so he wasn't always getting his you know his uh his preferences all the time but that's correct that you know he, he chose somebody that he believed would favor him uh, uh you know towards the end but it wasn't to be for him I, I i i would think
2: look we live in we live in tough times and honestly speaking i believe that people are bought and in this situation you'll find Hore hey we maybe we played it smart by balancing his things to say hey we'll do this one we won't do this one we'll hide this one we'll open up this one well, with this other situation now, I care if you look at what's currently happening, especially with Judge Zondo, uh, the previous president, Zuma, thinks, Hori, it's it's a fight against him. They're coming after him. Mm. And I believe that the EFF right now is being used and to actually, because they are the most vocal political party right now in terms of the aggression, so they will be used as a vehicle to cause a disruption and make people aware of what's happening. Of which that's why, like as ordinary South Africans, we can question to say. But during the Mkhwe movement times, it was the same situation, but nobody was actually given a platform to make noise about it. So now, with them making noise and not implementing anything on it, also gets you to ask yourself questions. Are you just here for a PR stunt to cause to? To try and put credit onto the pre- the president's case? Or are you just trying to something? But with South Africans nowadays, if something is going on below the ground, there will always be a disruption of something. Of which we can also look at it in a sense, Jorge, look at the Pala Palamed. Money was found under the couch, but we have been told Jorge, there's nothing wrong with that. But if it was an ordinary South African found with that particular money, I bet you that person will be in jail right now. So it's, um, you get to ask yourself too many
0: questions. Huh? Mm. I'm saying that all the important institutions, uh, dec- decision-making institutions are saying, no, There was nothing wrong with that. You know? There's
2: nothing wrong. And I go, you are caught with a hand in the, inside the cookie jar and evidence is there. But everybody's saying, no, there's nothing wrong with it. So you ask yourself too many questions to say, honestly speaking, is this appointment? Hence, I was saying, I agree with what he's saying Jorge. The president is given too much powers that actually favors him, of which Linda, if I was appointed, you want people that you trust to actually look after your back in order for you not to get caught with your hand inside the cookie. So in this situation, I believe that every president that's gonna come, even if, if EFF actually, Takes over and actually becomes the ruling party. They're gonna enforce putting people that favors in those particular positions. I mean, like, should should EFF become one of the, the leading parties here in the country? Chances are that you're gonna see. Can I give my Can I ask the lawyer? Kalimbof. Um, chances are that you're gonna see Kalimbof becoming one of the You know, on the judicial. or oh, oh. Oh, godrich
0: god, god. <laughs>
2: oh god you know these things happen people will actually come up with ways to put in their own favors i mean like we see it with premiers mayors when they appoint the hod's or other MECs, they will put in people that they know for, hey this one will always have my back
0: but later on then you
2: discover how, hey, they're turning against them they're going on the other end. It's based on the fact that, like I want to say to you, we're living in a time where everything is a price tag to it. And if the price seems right,
0: the people will go where the money is. Yeah, Debza, I think uh, that is right. Uh, we are thankful for the for your intervention this time around also. Uh, let's put a break to it until 11 o'clock. We'll be talking to the provincial secretary of the Economic Freedom Fighters, Mr. Okay. Malefani Gusanku. Uh, what is his name? Uh, Musimanga, the provincial secretary, they will be talking to him at the from about 11. Let's take it from there. Uh, okay, well, it. Thank you, thank you. So.